Howdy, unicorns. Dragons. And Polly. Oh, oh my. So welcome the menagerie. That's right. Someone called in. I shouldn't say called in. Someone wrote in and gave a name to our audience. The Ooh. menagerie. How do you guys feel I like that? I like it. Yeah. So menagerie. do you guys know what the actual like definition of menagerie, menagerie, menagerie? is? Menagerie. Is it a collection or a group of things? It is. It's a strange or diverse group of people. Oh, <laughs> that's, oh that's perfect. Yeah. So the menagerie. That's that. that that's yeah. our audience. So I'm trying to, you know, I'll try to greet people. Good morning, way. menagerie. Good morning, menagerie. Except for well, wherever you are. We're, 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 we're afternoon, I guess we could say. Yeah. So anyway, um, before we start, I also wanted to go over a little bit of um, listener feedback. And this listener feedback is actually from me. <laughs> because I constantly listen. Well, I shouldn't say constantly. I re-listen to our episodes. I'm the one editing That's it. That's important. And I, I can give myself a little bit of feedback. But the feedback that I wanted to give is that um, I wanted to say I apologize for the last episode for our intro. And the reason is that you know we recorded the Voodoo Rider interview and we broke it into two pieces. But we recorded first the intro to part one and then we realized last weekend that we needed the intro to part two. We realized it a little late. Very late, <laughs> meaning we were all a little intoxicated. So if you notice, I might have slurred a word or two. I think I said like professional or something. <laughs> it was pretty bad. We like to keep it professional here on <laughs> yeah, this podcast. Exactly. Again, I want to just give the intro as well. I'm Captain. I have my wife, Titi. Hello. And our girlfriend, Bubbles. Hello there. And I wanted to just um, also say why we have these names. Again, we have very explicit content. You know, I don't want people to think, oh, they're not open and honest with like their friends and family that don't know that they're poly. It's that, you know, we have some explicit content and I don't want to have my some friends and family hear about blowjob stories or... Um, <laughs> You, know, you the, don't want your mom to hear about that? I don't think I don't think she'd enjoy that. I mean, she might. I have no <laughs> idea. But she doesn't really have a choice. So, again, that's why we have uh, nicknames and other people coming on the podcast as well with nicknames. And, again, it's explicit content, folks. You know, we have some drinks in us. Um, Fucking deal with it. Yeah. I like it. I like it. <laughs> it's time to tell the story about us, the three of us, right? Yeah. Our, how we got here, um, our relationship, all that stuff. So... The first part of this is that, not three, I think it was 2016, okay, 2016 and March of 2016, which is really only three months in the lifestyle for uh, TT and I, we matched with Bubbles on Tinder, I believe. Yes. It was, was it Tinder first? Tinder. It was Tinder. Yes. Or was yes. it Field first? Uh, maybe it don't was no. Field. That's a good question. Maybe it was Field. Maybe the first time. I think you're right. I think the first time was I Field. I thought it was Tinder both times. I don't remember. I don't either way. Either. either way. So we match with her. The three and of us were all on multiple. On various apps. Yes. And yes. And we connected that way. We did. We did. And what happened was that we matched with her and we immediately kind of got off of the app, which is um, you know something where I want to actually talk a little bit of advice when we're done this. But we got off the app right away and we started a, um, a group chat and it was in uh, Kick. Right? It was like, yeah. you know, the third party app. It wasn't, you know, uh, cell phone numbers or anything like that. And it was just a little bit of conversation. You know, she told us a little bit about her and she was going mm -hmm. to school. And she at the time, I had been experiencing some pretty severe and unpredictable health issues. Yes. So I had warned them both that 
you know, if I disappear, please don't take it personally. There's oh, we a took lot it personally. She on. straight up ghosted us. It's because I didn't think you were cuties. <laughs> Liar. So, well, here's, so here's I think the thing. You guys are real cuties. So here's the thing too is that um, you know some of the advice we give to couples too is is to show patience because. You know, she talked to us for like about a day, and then we didn't hear from her ever again. And we thought, okay, it was just another someone. Another else one that. of those. Yeah, another one got away. <laughs> um, but it was fine, and and you know, we didn't really make a big deal about it. And we were early in the game as well, so we didn't really like. Well, I think we were like kind of like rookies anyway. We were newbies. Um, and then three years later, all right, three years. <laughs> Um, we are coming Three's home. a good number. Yes. <laughs> We're coming home from my college reunion, and TT turns to me and says, and first of all, she's driving because I am so hungover. I'm like <laughs> hurting. And she says, you know, I got something to distract you. She said, go into my Tinder. We actually matched with um, a girl that we, we know. And I'm thinking, and we've had it happen where girls like delete the app and then bring it back on, and we get, um, you know, we would, we, would, we would match with them again. So I go and I look, and I'm like, oh my God, it's Bubbles, right? So, and I, I, I remembered right away, right away what was going to, uh, remembered her. So it wasn't odd. You know, we've had it happen before and we struck up a conversation. And then once that conversation, um, you know, basically moved to, um, our, uh, a, a group chat, it wasn't in Tinder anymore. <laughs> then we really got to like chatting back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And we were really excited. The first thing we did was we made sure she was real. Um, oh, uh, without prompting too, I sent both a picture with, uh, my face and the date. Yes. Like timestamp. Yes. And I also sent pro tip for any gals out there wanting to give a cute little verification that you're real. I took a video of me saying hello to my dogs. Yes. And sent yes. it to them. There was a video, which again, I was like, okay, she's real. And she was, I mean, we we're like, oh my God, she's so adorable. I said, say hi to TT and Captain yep, dogs. Yep, yep, exactly. So. Once we struck up that conversation, we um, then set up a first date, and we um, met her at a place. It was great. We're sitting outside by the water. It was fantastic. And we really instantly connected. I mean, there was, like, instant chemistry right away. I don't away. think there was any dead air. No. Ever. No. <laughs> it was difficult, actually, to get a word in between you two, because you guys were both just yeah, going we're crazy. Chatty. Yeah, Especially absolutely. when wound up and left to our own devices yes. about a topic that we're both passionate about and yes. there are a lot of overlapping topics that we are passionate about right yep. so you know we had a really great first date and then we invited her to come over for the um, second date and one of the things that uh, I, I realized I'm sure TT as well is that we knew that bubbles was a little bit different in terms of the girls we've met because right away she really was talking about things that she wanted um, in terms of being like included and it was more of, you know, we had a lot of girls who were just like, man, eh, whatever, like, go with the flow. So we could tell. I she, had done my research. Yeah, yeah. not only you, your research, we could tell you were, like, experienced. You, you had know? also, yeah, yeah been in mm -hmm. situations right. where yes. things happened that you didn't like. And you were like, yes, I don't want that to happen again. Absolutely. Yeah. And you also, um, you told us how you basically were experienced with couples as well. And mm -hmm. you were looking to date a couple. You mm -hmm. weren't, you were more like, and that's the thing, too. We've had conversations with other girls prior to that, that they they basically didn't want to like put any label on it or no expectations let's just see how it goes and then go from there 
you kind of right from the beginning were like, well, I'm looking to like date a couple. Oh, yeah. So, I wanted a relationship. Right. I wanted a long term. Yeah. So we thing. so for us, it was like, wow, this is new. Let's see how it goes. Right. So the first date was great. The second date, um, again, we had you come over. And I, I'm again, I want to hit this later when we talk about advice. So you came <laughs> over uh, for the second date. We went out and we got some sushi. And um, there was a lot of like sexual tension and we got back and I know like one of the biggest jokes we make is that it was like thank God we were good in bed together. <laughs> we all yeah. let loose a huge sigh of relief. Yeah, because <laughs> Since it we was... had so much connection on the non-sexual level. Yeah. Right. And later we talked I think actually by later it was right after we were done. Yeah. We all kind of voiced um <laughs> we were a little afraid that that might have been horrible because you don't want to have this great connection with someone and then all of a sudden have it be a flop in bed. Right. Which has like, happened. Yeah. Especially when, happened. Uh, I don't know if any of you listeners can tell, all three of us are pretty passionate about sex. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, our, our group um, chat is a group thread that's been the same group thread name for three years is Passion and Sweating because, first of all, we're very passionate and bubbles sweats <laughs> big time. Hot. It's okay though. It's okay. It's so hot. It is. Like it, it is hot. It's, yeah. It's a marinade. But I mean, that was the thing too. We were like, thank God we had good sexual chemistry because I mean, the first time was f- so fucking good. I mean, it gets. I'd argue that we have a great or excellent sexual chemistry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like kind of world class. It's it's always gets better and better and better. So that was you know obviously we were happy that that worked out where there wasn't um, an issue with you know being you know issues in the bed because you know tt and i had um had experiences where the girl was like great chemistry out of the bed but then in bed was terrible or maybe like we couldn't really even have a conversation with the girl but in bed it was really good so we didn't really like have too many that was like both so that was helpful in terms of you know uh uh, trying to then establish the relationship um, and then from there, you really kind of introduced us to the world of poly because you, you, you know, you explained us that. And I was like, I was like, I have no fucking idea what that means. Yeah, we were totally new to the game. Completely new. Um, and we kind of just at that point, you know, we're like, OK, let's see where it goes. So really, when we first met you, you know, TT went away then for like, I think like 10 days. Like she was gone for like a good amount of time. And then and then you, I went away. And you too. went away, too. And but before you went away, we. We had a lot of dates with you, and yes. you know we went to concerts, and we were going out on a lot of dates, and that was a thing too. Oh, back in the day when you could do. <laughs> those oh, I things. know, right? Do things, see people. And the thing was too is that it was a little bit different for us as well because you know we didn't have too many girls that we met that actually wanted to like date, like they just wanted to be fuck buddies. They just wanted to come over, catch up with us, and then like have sex and then leave. And there wasn't a lot of conversation really in between any of the meetings of girls that would come over like regularly. So that was like a little bit different too, where it was like, oh, like I can wake up and be like, hey, how was your day? And we would have like actual conversations and then we're like, okay, this is what poly really is. It's it's having more of a relationship. You're not just fuck buddies. And then we would kind of go from there as well. Yeah, uh, in the beginning, actually still to this day, um, <laughs> I'll go to bed super early for work and sometimes I'll spend the work day where I can't look at my phone at all. And during those hours of 
gaps of me looking at my phone, I would pick it up and it would be like 102 unread text messages. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> there was like, definitely a lot of conversations. Sometimes I would, sometimes, especially on the way, uh, Bubbles is work. also the, 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 the queen of the double tap, so that yeah, also comes that's up, true. As, like, it would come up as a message. So, yeah, but there I were, there were often times where I would be on my ride home from work and I would call Captain and I would say, Can you? Fill me in because I don't have the time. Oh, yeah. I'm driving, first of all, and I don't have the time to like figure out Read what happened book. today. <laughs> Read a book. Exactly. Yeah. So we started to date that, that time period between when um, TT was on vacation and then before you left to go on vacation as well. Bubbles, that's what you is. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. And Bubbles went on vacation. Um, during that time period, we really had like a lot of dates. Again, like mm-hmm. I said, we went to a concert. We went, um, it was we went a very to uh, intense courting. It period. was. It was an intense courting period <laughs> and intense um, fucking like nonstop, <laughs> yeah. which was also fantastic. And then, you know, TT and I talked about it because right before you left, I remember we had a conversation, and I know that you, uh, I remember you saying things, something like on the lines of oh, you guys are going to find someone else while I'm gone because you were gone for so long. And it was to a point where we weren't really like looking at that point. Like we're like, well, let's like, I I think I want to try like Polly and having just like a serious relationship instead of just like going to, um, you know, going on dates and just the casual stuff. And after that conversation, TT and I, you know, talked together and we basically then told you that, you know, we wanted to be um, exclusive with Bubbles. We, 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 We didn't want to look for anything else we wanted to pretty much just you know try this relationship out and then really we were like off and running with polly yeah mm-hmm. that's how it happened that's exactly how it happened um and you know we're close to like two years now it's two years in june yeah two years in june um in terms of like other questions people have um you know we go on vacations together we've mm-hmm. done a lot of um, family activities together um, Bubbles has come over during Christmas time. We've gone and met her parents. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we, that's, that's basically like where we are in terms of um, like our poly relationship and like how it evolved from just like, you know, first meeting to now it's a full relationship. Polycule. Now, I wanted to kind of go back a little bit and revisit some of the advice that we gave uh, early on. I think it might have been like episode two or three. And the reason why is when I listened back, I actually could hear some of the um, stuff I wanted to give advice. I realized I left out like a bunch of stuff. Ooh, I fill know. us in. I know. Are you ready? Oh, we're ready. Give it to us. Okay, so the first part is this. I want to make sure that it, the first part of this advice really is for the quote-unquote swingers or the people that are looking for a unicorn, casual sex, not really de- developing a relationship. In right? it for the fucking. Yeah, exactly, which is very important. And a lot of people, that's what they want, and some people want the actual relationship, which we'll talk about afterwards. But the first thing, you know, we talked about when you are trying to lure in your unicorn, you got to have some good bait. Lure and bait. Those, <laughs> those are <laughs> really bad terms. Horrible terms. Sorry. When you're setting up your dating profile. When you're trying to lasso your stallion. So the dating profile is set up. And you want to make sure, like, you know how, like, you spruce up your resume? (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Don't don't lie. Don't embellish. Obviously, we say, you know, you want to be honest about it. The reason I say it is you think about, like, when you're going for, like, an interview or you're trying to get a job, they always try to say, you know, try to get the attention of 
the person who's hiring you. So like, I guess we've heard people use- Speak to your audience. Yeah, speak to your audience. And just make sure that like, you have to stand out among the crowd. That's what I'm trying to get at. So make sure that you, maybe like your pictures sound better, or maybe you have like, I don't know, like your, what you put in your profile doesn't seem like something everybody would put in. Just like the way you actually say it. What really sold me on both of your profile was a picture of TT holding up two crawfish with the biggest, widest, goofiest, open smile on her face. And I was like, Hell yeah, let's rip into some crawfish. Yeah. And I was like, instant party. Yeah, I'm a goof I love the sense and, of humor. You know, show your truth. Like, let show, your personality right, shine. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I can um, feel it coming through. Don't uh, it was of, on purpose. We put that up. Yeah. Exactly. Because I was but like, oh, that's don't funny. Have People will like this. A bunch of pictures where you're just, you know, the same. I've seen a lot of profiles that it's like basically the same picture four different times in different outfits, mm. but. The same picture, you know. It's also much more effective. Try to show a little bit of who you are. If you have the majority of your pictures be of the couple, yes, Yes. some individual shots are good, but when it's split up, it almost feels like group pictures. Why why aren't you together? Yeah. Okay. So, first set of advice: spruce up your resume. (laughs) Number two. Number two. When you do match with someone. Make sure they are real, okay? Bubbles talked about, you know, sending a picture and sending a video. We used to have um, any any girl we matched with, we'd have them take a picture and say, hello, Captain and uh, TT with the date, or I mean, and just smiling and take a selfie with it because you can't fake that. That's, that's the issue with it. I mean, you could try to Photoshop it. It'd be really difficult, but you can't really fake that, and that's a big part because when you do get in on this, or you know, in the lifestyle, you're going to find a lot of catfish, especially on some of the dating apps because there's so many weird reasons about it. It could be a guy that's just trying to get naked pictures of your girlfriend or your wife, um, it could be lonely people that just want to like talk, but we have experienced it, and we're actually going to talk about this a little bit later in another episode. It seems from the people I've spoken with who have done online dating, it seems like there's the most catfishes uh, targeting couples. Catfish, uh, yeah. Catfish. I personally or catfish. I have <laughs> never catfish. experienced a catfish, or at least gotten to the point where. Would make a difference if yeah. they right, were right. a catfish or not. But all of the couples in the lifestyle that I have talked to have had a crazy yeah. catfish story. I know. We're going to share so our At least it's, one. We it's have one of my favorites. so many. We had so many, but the one catfish story is hilarious. Right. But God. it's too long we to tell right now. We have one best story. It's but my favorite my one. It's crazy. So... Make sure they're real. Next is, like we said before, get off of the app. Try to find some sort of other um, you know, uh, messaging app. If you're not comfortable giving your phone number out, many people don't know this, but if you go onto Google Voice app, they'll give you a uh, brand new number, and it's only associated with that app. So people think you're actually texting a phone number, but they're actually texting the app Google Voice. So- and that, as for, for advice for couples, that's a good approach towards a uh, single Absolutely. because you're not um it feels safe for them right you yes. know you're not giving out your real personal number right. to and someone who may or may not have used it's it. risk-free it's you risk-free know? If, exactly if they're creeping on you or some vibe that you don't like you can just delete the app and not worry about it again so. right next part part of that is also 
have the girl take the lead. Have the girl say, I'm setting up a, um, a group chat with my husband, with my boyfriend, and have the girl talking to the girl. And again, I'm talking about you're bringing in a unicorn. If it's a dragon, it might be a little bit different because obviously we don't have experience with that. But we've noticed that if the guy gets a little too aggressive, which um, TT says I need to tune what down? <laughs> the dick dial. The dick <laughs> dial. Turn it down. Yeah. If I'm too aggressive. If he and- has it turned too high. Uh, people run. Yeah, they do. Usually. So what does that I mean? mean? So what does that mean is, is, is number one, don't get aggressive and be like, Hey, let me see you naked. Right. <laughs> Send pictures of me naked or of you Full naked. frontal right now. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Spread. Right. So that's a big thing of it. Well, he never did that. But no. So the guy should really <laughs> he just probably kinda, wanted to. The guy should kind of just like chime in because again, I think that, um, you know, when you are bringing a unicorn in there, they, they, they feel a little bit better with like a girl talking to a girl than like the guy being a little too aggressive. And again, sometimes they, you might get that red flag of, Oh, he just wants to fuck another girl. And it's not. Yeah, And and we had, um, situations where we would meet a couple and it would be like, Oh, I'm a girl. I'm, I have a boyfriend, but, uh, I would be interested in, you know, he's okay with it. And I would be interested in joining you. And then, you start talking to them and it's like, oh, actually, like I am the boyfriend and I'm yeah. setting it up for my girlfriend. And we'd be like, what? what? Like, what are you talking about? I'm like, is there even a girl involved in this? Right, right. Like down the line, you're like, what is happening? Yeah. So that's that's another part of it. too. you do get, you know, guys that are saying, oh, yeah, I'm in a couple on this. And then it's like, mm, are you even are you like single? Like, oh, well, she's busy right now. She can't talk. And you're like, mm-hmm. But I'm talking for sure. her all the time. <laughs> so and then our, show us your dick. Our, yeah. Let's see. <laughs> so. Our advice then too, again, you are, you're, you're doing this because you're looking for, you know, you want to fuck. That's pretty much what you're looking for. First, you know, we talked about the first date being, um, very, um, uh, what was the word we said? Not, um, like no pressure. Yes. No pressure. Yes. Yes. No pressure. First date. What I didn't say was after that first date, you know, the line that we would typically use is, would you be interested in coming over for a more intimate second date? It's telling you tell them exactly what you're, you're saying. Like, we want you to come over and get naked with us. That is the we idea. We want to get in your pants. Yeah. We're not trying to be, what I'm we're not trying to be, but uh, friends, we're not trying to be pen pals. Like we're like, let's, we want to fuck. That's, that's where it is. And it could evolve from there, but that's the idea of the second date. And girls sometimes were like, no, they're not interested. Maybe the first date they weren't interested in us you know we didn't have the chemistry sometimes we didn't even ask that because you know we didn't have chemistry with them as well but just make sure like i've seen this on some of the groups where people are saying oh like i can't get out of like the quote unquote friend zone and it's like uh well don't get into don't the get in the friend zone. zone you know okay second so, date so you can be this, like we want to fuck this is um really good time for the male to take over yes because i on multiple occasions almost got stuck in the friend zone yep because I don't have a dick dial or I do yeah. and it's just turned really low and um, I'd be like well maybe we should just have another date of but coffee. even using that line and again you guys can steal that line would you be interested in a more intimate second date you understand you know, we're using the word intimate you know it's not like obviously we want to fuck that's that's the idea of it so that's just how at to least, like that at least implies dinner at the house. I would think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least. Yeah. At the least. Yes. Maybe a candle. Right. So then switching. <laughs> so then switching gears to, you know, Polly, you know, this is a little too aggressive. The approach we're talking about in terms of really getting like a poly relationship. Now, obviously we were able to lasso in bubbles, 
with that technique. But we knew kind of going forward uh, what she was looking for. And if, if we weren't really looking for a relationship in terms of that way, we might have then said to her, hey, well, we would have said it. Hey, that's not really what we're looking for because mm-hmm. we were kind of like – we thought about it and we never really like had the opportunity. We we always wanted it. Right. But we didn't know exactly how and to get it. And or- and <laughs> any girl that ever asked us, they'd say, Well, are you looking for a relationship? We would just say, Well, we're not really putting any Yeah, like if it happens, if it happens. We would say we're, not we're not open to it. it. Yeah, we're not not <laughs> I'm not not looking for it. <laughs> um Yeah, so that was kind of so so in terms of Polly, you know, you probably are going to want to go out on like maybe more dates before you got before you get uh, intimate with yeah. someone. You might not. I mean, you might be like, hey, look, I want to make sure that like we have sexual chemistry. But it's I just also pandemic, so different yeah, times. yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. It, it actually is. makes it easier for Polly right now than it would that like is. swingers. Well, because then you can. I'm saying in terms of like building you can, relationships, yeah, building relationship, you can zoom, you can Facetime, yeah. all that stuff in terms of like getting to know someone um, a little bit better. Gals, I think it's time for LGBTQI plus news presented to you by Bubbles. All right. What do you got for us this week? So today, kind of going along with the theme of terminology and poly, we have an article about polyamorous frogs. (laughs) What? (laughs) So... I got very, very, very excited when I first saw the title of the article because I thought, hey, how great, some more representation in nature. Then I read a little bit more about the Taufra rainforest frogs that have multiple female partners and one male partner that typically lay and fertilize and hatch their little clutch of eggs together oh that's exciting mm-hmm. it's a little like um commune almost <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah how many are multiple is it usually like it's usually two three? to three okay. female All frogs right. okay and there is a hierarchy between the female frogs huh. so if the dominant female frog is usually the one who lays the most eggs the male frog will placate his other two ladies by making sure he swims over and gives them hugs oh oh my my God. God. so that they don't adorable. want to eat the unfertilized oh or fertilized my God. eggs. That's incredible. Because sometimes they have a little egg snack. I love it. All right. So that is another week. Um, I hope you guys uh, learn a little bit about us, learn a little bit, some advice, learn a little bit about some frogs that like to hug and fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Again, you can find us on uh, Instagram and also uh, uh, to email us any questions you might have or comments, uh, feedback. All that is unicorns, dragons, and A-N-D, poly at gmail.com. That's also our handle at uh, Instagram. Also, you know, we have our Facebook group of Unicorns, uh, Dragons, and Polly, as well as you can find us on Savages. Next week is actually pretty exciting because we have a Q&A episode. Yeah, it was so much fun. You guys are going to love it, and I'm super excited for more Q&A to come. Yeah, I mean, I guess the last episode, you know, a lot of people contacted um, Voodoo Rider, 
and we were just going to have her like you know talk about a couple questions and it ended up just being an entire Q&A uh, episode and then we're going to answer everything else that people sent in but keep sending in questions um, we'd love to hear it make sure you know like subscribe and also give us a review of our podcast so far we want to know what you guys think yeah uh, speaking to the menagerie yeah the menagerie <laughs> baby all right let us know all right so we will uh, talk to you guys next week see ya goodbye